Star Wars Action News is brought to you in part by Brian's Toys. At Brian'sToys.com, you can find Star Wars toys and collectibles from 1977 to the present. Brian's Toys has it all, from vintage toys and action figures right up to the latest releases. And when checking out, be sure to say you were referred to Brian's Toys by Star Wars Action News. So go check out the world's largest selection of Star Wars toys at Brian'sToys.com. Listening to Star Wars Action News, your source for Star Wars collecting news, reviews, and updates, helping Star Wars collectors collect better. Be sure to check out our website at SWActionNews.com, where you can see photos of the items discussed, chat with other Star Wars Action News listeners, and much more, including information on how you can be part of the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of Star Wars Action News. This is Marjorie. This is Arnie. And I am surrounded by boxes. Literally. And really, if I never see cardboard again, I'll be very happy. Unfortunately, they're not cool boxes like TIE Fighter boxes or Imperial Shuttle boxes or Sideshow Premium Format figure boxes. No, primarily... They're brown cardboard boxes. Yeah. The unpacking process is proceeding. We had to have the entire house painted first. Super great painter. Love him. Amazing work. We finally have all the Star Wars stuff in one area, and it's... Marjorie liked to think of it as a certain amount of square footage. I prefer to think of it in cubic footage because we stacked high. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, the unpacking is going to be a very slow process. I expect... I will not be at the state that we left for at least two to three years. And the reason being, well, we saw a lawyer this week. Oh, it's okay. We're okay. Yes. However, as much as our life resembles silver spoons at times, you do have to do a little bit of grown-up step every once in a while, such as what the heck's going to happen to our collection if something happens to both of us at the same time. It's actually a little bit shocking what we're ending up doing. It's very complicated, very legal. But the end result is, for our heirs, we need a list. Yeah, they're going to need an inventory of what's in there. And this pains me. I'm not kidding. It pains me. Although I'd like to point out, about, what, two years ago, about 18 months ago... I got this crazy manic call from my husband. And I bet there's a full moon at this time. I bet it was a full moon night coming up that evening. And he had decided that we needed iPads so that we could inventory his collection. Now, fast forward, the iPad 3 is coming out. And there has been no inventory, per se. (laughs) In fact, I don't think the iPads have ever even been in the basement. Ah, they might have for something else, but... Because you're like, yeah, it could be like Ron Star Trek and boop, boop, boop. And look, there's the inventory. Yeah, no, it did not work that way at all. I did picture myself like Commander Data typing really quickly into a data pad all the items in a tote or a box or on a wall or in a cabinet. And so now we're going to actually have to be really disciplined. And before an item goes on display, it goes in a database. Mm -hmm. That's going to slow things down considerably. Or we need to hire an intern. Well, interns unpaid. So if anybody would like to work for America, (laughs) 
perhaps I could just envision you filling a giant inflatable ball with motor oil <laughs> and throwing it off the roof or something. But this hasn't slowed down my acquisitions any, lest it... No, I, I'm having a hard time because the boxes are coming in fast and furious. And I feel bad for the painter because he's here. He's a heater at house. He comes in and paints. It's like Eldon from Murphy Brown. You know, we come home. He's there painting. He eventually leaves a little bit. We, every day we come home and there's Dave. Yeah. And every day he's like, um, you have some boxes on the front porch. I don't know if you know. And then finally he's like, you get boxes every day. I'm like, yeah, 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 that's pretty much what happens. Uh-huh. It's been a busy time. A lot of pre-orders starting to ship. We'll get to those in just a little bit. First, store report. Reports are still coming in fast and furious about all kinds of toys breaking street date. And that street date is getting ever closer. We are less than two weeks away from the official launch of all these new toys. And it's super exciting to get them before street date. But it's not like you get money off for getting them before street date. Or maybe you do because it might be the price hike kicking in. That's true. And I've been hitting our Walmarts. It seems Walmarts have been the biggest culprit of releasing early vehicles and everything like that. Our Walmart is ready for the new toys. You go in and there is just a huge hole in the wall where figures and toys should be. All that's left is like a grievous mask that's looking at you longingly like he has no friends. We know what's funny is that TJ Maxx right now, they have a bunch of those General Grievous spinning lightsabers and the Boba Fett helmet for nineteen ninety nine. But you can go just down the strip mall to Walmart and they're sixteen ninety nine on clearance. There's a lot of clearance at Walmart. At all of our Walmarts, the garden center is just loaded up with clearance. Not a lot in the way of toys at most of the Walmarts. One of them, though, I did see a lot of vintage figures marked down, but not marked down much. They were still about seven ninety seven. Yeah. Save just, a buck. Yeah. Still, it was mostly clones and stormtroopers and... If you're trying to troop build, a dollar is a dollar is a dollar. But there was that, what I was surprised to see on clearance, the new Jedi Force toys? Yeah, I'm surprised that they are on clearance too, unless there's something we don't know that we're going to find out at Toy Fair next month. It didn't seem like they'd given that a whole lot of chance if it's already being clearanced out. All I saw was one toy in one Walmart, and it was the Jedi Starfighter with Anakin and R2. But I thought it was odd to see that in a clearance aisle already. Could have been a miscommunication. Let me know if any of you are seeing that. We did get to see the planogram, and I snapped a quick iPhone photo of it. Those are always exciting to see. Oh, it's coming, it's coming. They probably have toys in back. Most of the stores are putting them out. I imagine two weeks from now, I'll go in and be like, oh, I have all of those. Because we'll talk in a little bit, but I've ordered most of them online at this point. If you have a Meyer store, which we've learned is different than Fred Meyer, even though they're spelled the same, they have Clone Wars figures on clearance for five ninety nine, which is not a bad price. They still weren't moving though. They had pegs full and full. It's been like this every week that I've been going. Target is also really preparing for the Star Wars stuff. They have put up a huge archway for Star Wars, but here's the really odd thing: is it's not at an end cap. It's in the aisle, at least at ours, and I didn't even realize it because when you're in one of those aisles, you don't look up. No, it's 
Yeah, it seems like something should be where you walk down an aisle and you see it facing you. But this is you'd have to actually turn and look at the toys on the shelf and then be like, oh, hey, look, there's Darth Maul. Yeah, the only reason I noticed is there are lightsabers at each end of this arch. And I'm like, what is that big lightsaber going to? And I'd follow it up and they'd be like, oh, it's a giant display. I didn't realize that. No new toys in that giant display, but a big display for when the new toys come out. Now, we did keep stalking our target for Valentine's Day, like forlorn lovers alone on February 14th. And they did start putting out some Valentine's Day stuff nowhere near what I expect will be coming in future weeks. I was able to find one Star Wars item, and these are little Star Wars candy Valentine boxes. The OT one is cute. Yeah, that one has the A New Hope D poster art with Luke shooting at you and Han and Vader in the background, Death Star up there. Now, this is kind of the light side Valentine because it's got Luke on the cover and on the bottom it says, May the Force be with you, Valentine. Very nice little message. I find it very odd what it comes with in the Mm -hmm. package. The candy itself is a gummy Darth Vader head. Yeah, that is kind of weird, but, you know, it's got to be better than the gasoline candy we've had of years past. There's multiple flavors and colors. You can get Vader in strawberry, orange, lemon, or the blueberry. (laughs) Maybe the gasoline candy didn't set this time, and that's why it's gummy. They had a whole batch go bad. The gasoline candy was all one flavor, gasoline. Yeah, you're right. It would have been better if it was tasting like blueberry. Blueberry gasoline? It doesn't matter. It's all artificial flavors anyway. The second one is Darth Vader, and it's kind of some Revenge of the Sith art, I think, on there. And it says, you will be my Valentine. Nothing like a stalker. This comes off a little creepy, a little salty on the bottom. Instead of May the Force Be With You, again, you will be my Valentine. This is like the guy who cuts off his ear and sends it to you in the mail. Like chicks love ears. They do. Yeah. We like fingers too. So, you know, chop off your fingers and send them to us. Show your love. And again, strawberry, orange, lemon, and blueberry Darth Vader gummies. So that's what we found so far. I still have yet to find the Darth Maul heart of love. (laughs) He doesn't say anything. So what's he going to (laughs) say? He does speak. Very little. He has two lines. Maybe he'll be more vocal when he comes to the Clone Wars later Uh. this season. I also picked up a Darth Vader pillow buddy. I picked up the Yoda a long, long time ago. I didn't know they made the Vader, and he's kind of silly looking, but he was on clearance. $13, giant Vader pillow, about two feet tall. He's snuggly. It's in the boys' bedding section if you're looking for them. And they still have a Yoda, and as Jerry mentioned in our Christmas episode with the Christmas gift ideas, a lot of original trilogy bedding. It's Mm -hmm. very cool stuff in there if you have kids. Unfortunately, no queen or king or even double-sized beds. I'm telling you, Pottery Barn, you need to get on that because... Not everyone has children and wants to put it on their full size, but I mean, our guest room, yeah, it's going to have Star Wars sheets and comforter. Yeah. But I would like to have Star Wars sheets, preferably 800 thread count. Yeah, that's the thing is they'd come out with them, but they'd be like 200 thread count and 200 thread count does not touch. No, not my skin. But that's all I've been able to find in stores. I did do a lot of ordering online. If you follow us on Facebook or Twitter, or if you're subscribed to our new release newsletter, you know that a lot of stuff has come into ToysRUs.com. 
And at Toys R Us, the first set of orders I made, they got a lot of vintage figures in, and these weren't pre-orders. Over at Hasbro Toy Shop, you can order some cases, but at ToysRUs.com, you could order the figures individually, and they are in stock, ready to ship. Per my tracking number, they will be here tomorrow, two full weeks ahead of street date. They didn't have everything. I did get one movie hero, and that was Darth Maul, just because it's Darth Maul. In the vintage line, I ordered the Battle Droid, and wouldn't it have been cool if, you know, since Episode 1 is being re-released, if they'd gone back and done what they did with Battle Droids in 99, where there was the clean Battle Droid, the dirty Battle Droid, the shot Battle Droid, and the slashed Battle Droid. Four variants. Wasn't that maddening, though? It really was, especially at the midnight release when I needed three of each. Yeah. But no, let's not play that. It would have been, I don't know. I'm just, I'm really feeling 1999 all over again with the Phantom Menace coming out. And I would have liked to have seen that callback. Mm. I also got Dalte Tovin, Queen Amidala, Darth Sidious, Anakin Skywalker, Quinlan Voss. Apologies to Doug Wangler, but this is not based on you, but the actual actor in the movie. Ouch. Well, I mean, Quinlan Voss was a background character yeah. in episode one, and that's what they've always said. Yeah. And this one, if you look at the vintage card, has that guy on the vintage card. The Naboo Royal Guard and Ben Quadraneros, as we talked about last week. Very happy to see Ben join the ranks. I've always loved his impotent rage at his pod racer. I always hoped that the vehicle pod racers would continue in the large scale, and we could have a giant pod racer, the Ben Quadraneros, you know, it's a little literal. He's Quadraneros and has four engines, but yeah, whatever. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'd still like that toy. Speaking of vehicles, I also, in that first wave, ordered the Titaniums three-pack. They have some of the Titaniums coming out in the three-packs again. They're all re-releases of old vehicles, at least so far. But you know how I say vote with your dollars? Titaniums is one of my favorite lines ever. And I was really sad when they took it away, and especially when those last waves were really hard to find. So I'm voting with my dollars for them to continue titaniums and to make more by buying repacks. Yeah, you do love them. Remember the last wave we found and got the entire wave for $4 at Big Lots, which sometimes it pays off to go to those places, guys. But then I had to place another order because just on Sunday, they got in the Toys R Us exclusive Pod Racer pilot set. Oh, boy. And this is where you had to spend $80 to save $10, correct? Well, Toys yeah, R Us well, yeah. has free shipping on orders over $75. So how much was your first thing you had in your cart? Well, it was the Pod Racer set, and that was $26.99. I fear we're going to have a problem. I didn't want to give the USPS people more money. I decided to give Hasbro more money instead. So that'll be a package for Dave to get off our doorstep later this week. Mm-hmm. Also this week, I feel very lucky. Gentle Giant, I'm a member of the Premier Guild, got the free bus. That came in last week. It was one of the boxes Dave got off the doorstep. <laughs> and they had the Darth Nihilus bust, which was a Premier Guild exclusive. And I missed it the first time. They were putting a few back up for pre-order on Monday last week. I had a lot going on. It slipped my mind. I went in the other day. Sure enough, they still had it. I got that ordered as well. So that'll be coming this week. See, the boxes keep multiplying. It's like they're fornicating or something, and there's more boxes. I don't understand what's going on. Is it like polygamous with your boxes? What's going on? The bo there's like one master box that must have lots of... Oh my god, it's a box cult. 
It's the human boxapede. They're recruiting other boxes to come live here. I can't stand it anymore. <laughs> and in online news, over at Brian's Toys, speaking of minibus, I ordered a minibust from Brian's Toys. The Darth Vader Force Unleashed minibus had its price drop. And that is down to $39.99 from the $60 that was the original MSRP. Snatched it up for a third off. Very cool. And I ordered some figures individually from Toys R Us. If you don't want to feel the commitment of one of every figure club, Brian's Toys right now has up for pre-order the Episode 1 Wave, Wave 10 of the Vintage. And you can get some of the figures I wasn't able to pre-order there at Toys R Us or order at Toys R Us. I didn't get Rats Tyrell or Qui-Gon. Those were both sold out by the time I hit Toys R Us. So you can get the full wave right now on pre-order from Brian's Toys. And they also have the Movie Heroes set Wave 1, if you're interested in that, for pre-order. And remember, when checking out at Brian's Toys, please be sure to mention you heard about them on Star Wars Action News. Last week's show, where we talked about the high cost of collecting, got a lot of feedback from you guys. So now we're going to listen to our voicemails and kind of talk about that a little bit more, because I think it really struck a nerve. Hey, Arnie and Marjorie, this is Sal, Sentinel on the boards. And I just got done listening to episode 328, The High Cost of Collecting. A good episode. Excellent job by the two of you. Um, Just wanted to share my thoughts on what I'm happy about for the upcoming 2012 year. I'm excited for The Phantom Menace being released in theaters. I'm also excited for The Phantom Menace uh, figures coming out here in 2012. As a matter of fact, I did get the entire full set of the uh, the new wave that was in my Walmart pre-sale date, and I picked those up as a happy little camper. Um, the things that I have found, I have been very selective in my purchases as of late. Um, I stopped picking up Saga Legends figures basically because they were repacks. I also stopped purchasing Clone Wars figures. Um, Not that I don't like the series. I find the series just fine. I think it's great. I think most of it is well done. Um, It's just, you know, as Arnie said, prices keep going up. You have to be selective about what you're going to collect, and I would rather have the Vintage line than the Clone Wars line. So that's what I did. Um, And then finally, as far as what I didn't like over the past year, um, you know, the thing is, with the different lines Hasbro has, it's been long said that the Clone Wars line is geared and directed towards the kids watching the cartoon show, um, and then the vintage collection is geared towards collectors, and then the Saga Legends line is that kind of crossover line, the line that gets the kids involved in the original trilogy, and then it also can bring collectors over to the, you know, the more basic heroes and villains, sort of the crossover line. But what I don't like about that is it seems that Hasbro is not showing the collectors enough love. Um, we don't have any problem having uh, um, the stock for the Clone Wars figures or stock for the Saga Legends figures, but it always seems to be the vintage collection that's having a problem with the stock on the shelves. Um, if you're running out of stock, I think that shows there's a demand for it. There's a need for more. Uh, collectors are buying multiple items of each figure, and I think that Hasbro could be putting more out there. Um, anyway, that's my two cents worth, and uh, what I'm happy about for the upcoming year, some of the things that I saw over the past year, 
And uh, thank you very much, guys, for putting on the show and the forum to give us all the opportunity to discuss. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Thank you for your call. Yeah, I agree. I also stopped buying the Saga Legends. I did keep buying the Clone Wars, but I did cut back to half. I only buy them carded, except for the rare, really, really cool figure. But what your comment is about the stocking of the vintage figures, I understand where you're coming from, because I witnessed the same thing. I think it was pretty widespread. But I never had a problem finding vintage figures in general. I never had a problem finding the vintage line. There were always pegs and pegs of vintage figures just about everywhere I went until very close to the end of 2011. It was finding new figures that was a problem. They had tons of Wave 2. If I wanted those clones, and yeah, the heads were yellowing really bad as they sat on the pegs, but... If you wanted those kinds of figures, or even later into the year, some Wave 3, they had a lot of that, but they just never really got any stock of Waves 4, 5, 6, and then when the later Waves started to hit, it became pretty blink and gone, but that was at the holidays. I think what Hasbro has said is that an overshipment at the beginning of the Vintage Line, which, keep in mind, the Vintage Line's only about 15, 16 months old right now. It seems like we've been collecting the Vintage Collection forever, but it's just been a year and a half. Early, early overshipments that exceeded demand caused a log jam, and nothing else could get passed. So we just didn't see new figures. I don't think that it's necessarily that they're all Chase figures, although it's been pointed out to me in several emails and things that... Yeah, they are making less figures now than they were around episode three. It's- but I think with episode three, though, that starts to cross more than just hardcore fans and casual fans. I mean, we had friends who had just kind of seen the movie who got wrapped up in the figure buying. So it was more than that. And it was a momentous occasion in pop culture. But I think a lot of people in general, I, I think the the different lines made it hard for a lot of people and if you're going to pick something new that's been retooled or are you going to pick something that's just a straight repack i mean how many times do you need the same figure that's not been changed on this different card well <laughs> i know we'll talk a little bit more about that in a little bit i'm going to table that discussion put it in the parking lot as we say mm. at work yeah gee let's use work terms but i do think that with this new year i am optimistic that since they're clearancing them out, and Toys R Us, I haven't seen any vintage figures in Toys R Us in about a month. When I go in, if they happen to put a case out, it's blink and gone, even if it is Kit Fisto, which is sitting on clearance at Walmart. I feel very lucky that this week I went to Toys R Us, and I think someone had returned a Bastilla Sean, and Justin, who does our store reports, was really needing a Bastilla Sean, and I was able to talk to the clerk and say, hey, I see you have the figure back there. What's it for? She's like, I don't know. I think it's a return or something. I'm like, can I buy it? Sure. So I was able to get Justin a Bastilla Sean, and that's the only vintage figure I've seen at all in Toys R Us. So I think that once this new date hits, we're going to be happily surprised at the availability of Wave 10. And if they don't overship, if they don't overestimate demand based on the Phantom Menace, or if they don't underestimate, I mean, Hasbro has to have really good forecasters, but if they get that right, we should have a very good 2012 of vintage. If they overship, well, it's 2011 redo. But thank you very much for the call. 
Hi, this is Rick. I'm calling to give you guys a small report and also my opinion on uh, uh, some of the price hikes that's been going on or the expected price hike coming up. I've visited two Walmarts today, and both of them, like you guys said, had half off. And the only thing I saw there were Obi-Wan Kenobi's in the Saga collection and Obi-Wan Kenobi's in the Clone Wars collection. No vehicles at any either store. And it looks like they're just getting ready to clear everything out and get ready for the end of the month. Now, you guys asked us to call in about our feelings and opinions on the price hike, and I'm just a selective collector, and I pick up toys that both my son and my my son and myself will enjoy. So obviously, I open them, but I've always been kind of careful with what I buy because of just the price point and the difficulties of raising a family. And this price hike doesn't really matter a whole lot to me because it just means I'm going to be more selective and I'm not, since I'm not a completionist, there's going to be less figures I want to get. Uh, I mean, with the new episode one figures coming out, I may pick up a Darth Maul because I don't have one that I actually genuinely like. I have one that probably came out when uh, they were coming out with like Power of the Force back in uh, 1999, 2000. And that's obviously not up to par with the current uh, modeling techniques in the paint apps and everything like that. <clears throat> uh, I'm sorry to see that the Saga, not sorry to see that the Saga Legend collection's going away, but it, it just, I never really liked the look of them. Uh, in a lot of cases, I just never liked the likenesses that they were supposed to have had with some of the real life characters, or real life actors rather. And they just never really appealed to me. I mean, sometimes I thought, you know, the clothes look good, the, the, the physiques of them looked nice. But then when it came to the face, it was just like god awful in my opinion. Uh, I've kind of leaned more towards the Clone Wars, but that's obviously because I have a 10 year old kid who follows it. And personally, I've been more of a vehicle collector. And with the vehicles, I've, always kind of like the old traditional uh, original trilogy vehicles and and with episode one I really am not probably going to pick up many any vehicles because I've never really saw a vehicle in there that caught my eye and this is just me being the selective collector that I am and it's like what Ani has always has started recent, recently saying is you know what makes you happy collect that and that's what I have been doing for like the past maybe four to five years, and it's what I'm going to continue doing. So thanks for hearing my opinion. Thanks for putting up the good podcast. It's probably one of the best on out there. And I uh, hope you guys have a nice day. Happy hunting. Bye. So no one likes Obi-Wan. Seriously, that's – I thought he was popular with the kids because he's kind of fun, a little bit sassy. I love Obi-Wan. I especially like episode one Obi-Wan. He – had a bit of spunk then. Although he was good in episode three, too. I mm-hmm. mean. Well, let's uh, face it. He was a better actor. Of the non-stuntmen, he was the best sword fighter. Yes. I think it's great to do the pick up what you like. And I think that's one of the things I'm hearing by and large is that completists are kind of getting pushed out or just choosing to not be completists anymore. And I think that's a very good attitude. It's a healthy attitude. It's not my attitude, so my attitude is less healthy. But it is 
a great thing to vote with your dollars. And that's kind of where I am. I said that I think I'm going to be the procrastinating completist who votes with his dollars and then picks him up later at conventions or eBay after the line has come to an end, like the Saga Legends. What you mentioned about the Clone Wars and with the kids, it's funny to me how things have changed with the Clone Wars, because when the first Clone Wars line came out back in 08, and they were in the animated style, really, the bulk of what I heard was, why aren't these like the vintage figures? Why are the regular figures? Why can't you just give us realistic interpretations of these characters? And Hasbro came and said, we can't do that. This is what the characters look like. Otherwise, it's not true to the show. It's not iconic for kids. Fast forward four years, and now the Clone Wars has been going on for so long and had so many figures, and Really, that line's gone pretty deep. I mean, we get some one-off characters like Ganacht in some of these battle packs and Cad Bane in Clone Trooper outfit, things like that. Now, they're only doing 19 figures this year, and people are like, wait a second, what do you mean? Why, why are we not getting more Clone Wars? It's funny how it's gone from something that we weren't quite sure about, but now that it has enough and it's its own thing and it has a whole collection there, now people want more of it. And ironically, it's after Hasbro said, hey, we're going to do some of these Clone Wars figures in the realistic style as part of the vintage line. Okay, that's an ugly can of worms we need to talk about. You can't call it the vintage line anymore. It's going to have vintage style packaging, but perhaps they need to come up with something else to call that line, perhaps maybe a tribute line or something like that. But it is ceasing to be the vintage collection. It's just a clumsy thing because we have to say the vintage collection. Yeah. Because if I say I have a vintage Obi-Wan, immediately everybody's picturing a brown vinyl cape, right? Mm-hmm. But now it could be an episode two vintage collection Obi-Wan. So now we have to say the vintage collection. And yeah, it gets a little clumsy, but... I really think they ought to rename the line, especially <laughs> if they're introducing newer, last five years figures into it. And it needs to be called something like the Tribute Line, or something like that, or Greatest Hits. I, I don't know, or something. Well, it's not Greatest Hits, because it's new figures, but yeah. a vintage Bastilla Sean is kind of a funny thing. It, yeah, no, this is... It's getting confusing, but I don't know what else to call it. Yeah, it's the Vintage Collection, TVC. But thank you again for your call and your thoughts. Hey, guys, this is David from Southern California, moment on the forums of a quick store report. Uh, still picking up some of the sales, so that's good. If you uh, have stopped by your Target, they still do have some of the at least Tauntauns, uh, Search for Luke Sauk, I've seen those. I think the Lance Beers are pretty much gone, but I've seen those at the 1748 sale price, so there are some stragglers there. Um, and uh, actually happened to stumble upon one of the uh, Naboo Star Skiffs with Anakin Skywalker uh, from 2010 on clearance for 426 So I don't know if that was returned for Christmas or whatnot, but I thought the price was right uh, on that one. And I also happened to stop at a couple Walmarts, one pretty much cleared out of everything, <laughs> maybe a few Saga Legend figures here. Um, but another did find the um, gift sets on clearance for fourteen ninety, and I even happened to stumble upon one of the Blu-ray sets that they've marked down to 50% off, so it was twelve forty for an Episode 3 Blu-ray set. And they actually did have some of the new um, 
Clone Wars figures in the new uh, packaging, Darth Maul, but they are at the new price point of eight ninety six per figure. So even though they're out now, uh, they're ringing up eight ninety six. You'd also see some of the new battle packs, which have gone from the kind of cardboard box now to a blister card format with the same three figures, but uh, same price point nineteen ninety nine. Uh, they're at uh, Walmart. So and just wanted to follow up, Barney, on your good question as to kind of negative feedback from collectors and what you've been seeing on Facebook. Uh, I think combination of long-time collecting, I'm a vintage collector too, and that window of vintage is much, much smaller than what we have in the modern day. So to be a completist is, is almost impossible. <laughs> but uh, but also just, yes, yeah, certainly price is a certain an issue, and when you come out with a lot of even repacks or repaints or new items, and I think uh, all at once, obviously, most collectors can't afford to, to do that um, at once, and you do have to play the long game. So I think there are probably some frustration there, but uh, it's always neat to see some new things coming out, even if they're uh, re- slightly retooled. I, I do like actually new items. Um, but there is a lot coming out this in the next few weeks here with the Phantom Menace and uh, you know, finally getting some more vintage figures on the pegs, hopefully. Um, maybe it's a little overload for folks. Um, still enjoy it, but uh, definitely have to pick and choose what you're going to go for. And uh, I agree, it played a long game on some of these things. They will be around, as we can see, by all the episode one figures and Power of the Force 2 figures that are, you know, going to a pretty good deal nowadays. So who knows what will happen in uh, 10 years from now. But uh, thanks for all you guys doing. Keep it up. Uh, looking forward to 2012. And, uh, May the force be with you. Have a great day. Bye. Thanks for the call. Just to rain on your parade a little bit, the prices have not gone up yet. According to Hasbro's site, the MSRP suggested retail price, which is what Walmart's stick pretty close to usually, is going to be up to like nine ninety nine or nine ninety seven is where it's going to be sitting. So if you found them at eight ninety seven, then you still found them at the lower price. It's the regular figures, the Clone Wars, Saga Legends, that are a buck below that. And yeah, as again seems to be the theme: picking and choosing, finding what you like. Are these the dark times? Only for wallets. <laughs> Hey guys, this is Michael the Snake Man with Bureau, uh, also known as Collector1970 on uh, YouTube. Um, I'm calling then in response to uh, what, what, uh, what you wanted us to tell you what we thought about the new uh, figures coming out, the repacks and so and so on. And I think the repacks are great. I think that there's a lot of every, every generation we get new fans, new new kids that are growing up. And this is their chance to get new figures, to, to, to get the figures that, that they missed. All because we you know, already have them doesn't mean that the new generation does. And uh, this is their chance to get the figures that, they, that you know, for kids who are just starting their collection. So I think it's great. Um, and the people who don't like it, you know, my, my thoughts on that is if you don't like it, then don't buy it. Simple as that. Why should people who are just getting into the collection, you know, not get a chance to get these these figures? Um, there's there's something about you know old figures as well that that that, that are great. So um, you know that's my thoughts on it, and I uh, love the show. Keep up the good work. Bye bye. Thanks for your call, and you know a lot of what you said I completely agree with. 
which is, again, as everyone said, if you don't like it, don't buy it. Vote with your dollars. But allow me to play a little bit of devil's advocate to what you've said. First of all, you say that this is a chance for people who are new to collecting, be them kids or people who just jumped on the bandwagon late to get the figures. This is true, but there's multiple avenues Hasbro has shown for re-releasing older figures that wouldn't include putting them individually on cards. There's battle packs. Battle packs are always full of repackaged and slightly retooled figures that you get. I remember the early battle packs at Toys R Us in, I think, 2003, but don't quote me on that year, but it was four figures and, like, the Tauntaun in the middle. Remember those in the giant square packages? That was a great way to get the Tauntauns back out there, the figures back out there. Even the new battle packs, even though they're down to three figures apiece, down from four, a great chance to get some harder-to-find figures out there. If you want individual cards, though, you may say, but those cost more. Now you're buying multiple, you're putting the price point higher. I don't think anyone is complaining anymore about repacks in general. Because we've had the Saga Legends line for years now, which was nothing but repacks. With a couple exceptions of retools and things. And when they would re-release in Saga Legends... A really hard-to-find figure like the Space Trooper that was the Toys R Us exclusive wave, I think everyone rejoiced. Because openers, troop builders, it immediately plummeted prices for loose ones or even carded ones on eBay. Only carded collectors would have to pay a premium then for the previous incarnation. And for as long as I've been a collector, Hasbro has always said they cater to the completest loose collector, not the completest carded collector. So if you need every variant of every card, Hasbro's kind of like, well, kind of sorry about that. That <laughs> You made your own bed. But for the loose collector or the new person to the hobby, the Saga Legends is a good way to get it out there. And now Movie Heroes is supposed to be a mixture where we get some play features and some repacks and things like that. I think where people start to get things a little stuck in their craw. And I can't go against your, if you don't like it, don't buy it argument. I mean, that's the, there's that's logic beyond dispute. But where people gripe is that a lot of times the repacks they use or the retools aren't what are considered the best molds. They'll pull out some Power of the Jedi type stuff. I mean, look at some of these Target 3 packs that have been coming out with repacks. You get some figures there that are positively archaic compared to modern toy sculpting and articulation technologies. The fact is, Hasbro's been putting out these toys for almost 20 years, and if you think about how different the vintage figures are to the toys that have been coming out recently in the 90s and on, from the 70s to the 90s, the 90s to now, you have about the same difference in figure evolution. Hell, even the Return of the Jedi figures in the true vintage toys were heads and tails above what were coming out in 78. In addition to not just getting the best versions out there, what it considered the best, another is quantity of figures. You talked about kids getting into the line and kids being able to find these figures. Well, I don't think that kids are really going to want multiples of certain figures. I mean, Jedi Temple Archives, who is kind of my go-to website when it comes to 
tracking down what molds are reused where and everything. Paul and Chuck do a great job of keeping track of all that. They put an article out back on January 5th that takes a look at some of the figures that are coming out in Movie Heroes. Yoda, the Clone Trooper, General Grievous, the Destroyer Droid, R2-D2, the Battle Droid, and the Super Battle Droid are all 2005 Revenge of the Sith figures, and Darth Vader is a 2003 Saga figure. And also keep in mind, and they point out, these figures were $4.99 back then and are now going to be $8.99. And if you go back to their New York Comic Con report from last October, they point out that when the new toys hit, we're getting a Qui-Gon, an Obi-Wan, a Darth Maul, and a Battle Droid in the Vintage Collection. We're getting a Qui-Gon, an Obi-Wan, a Darth Maul, and a Battle Droid in the Movie Heroes line, both the same waves coming out at the same time. Then, in the Walmart-exclusive Discover the Force line, we get a Qui-Gon, an Obi-Wan, a Darth Maul, and a Destroyer Droid. You noticing a pattern here? (laughs) And then, with Movie Heroes Wave 2, we get a Qui-Gon, an Obi-Wan, and a Darth Maul. So, that means in one month, according to Jedi Temple's report, four Qui-Gons, five Obi-Wans, five Darth Mauls, three Battle Droids, three Clone Troopers, two Destroyer Droids, and two Yodas, and three Slave Boy Anakins. That's excessive. It's a lot of the same character. And kids going in aren't going to go, I need that Qui-Gon because it's the Qui-Gon that came out in 2007's line. And this is the Qui-Gon that's coming out now. No, here's what's going to happen. Little Arnie's going to be going down the aisle with his mom. and He's like, Mommy, I want that one. I want Qui-Gon. And she's going to pick the one that's cheapest. That's the other point. And it's especially biting with repacks is that the vintage collection costs a dollar more, and yet they're putting repacks in that line. The whole price hike in general, say of it what you will, but when you have repacks in one wave for $8.99, repacks in another wave for $9.99, it stings me a little bit. And then back to your base argument. If you don't like it, don't buy it. Very good point. Still can't argue that one, but... (laughs) What irked a lot of people about the San Diego Comic-Con exclusive set last year was that it had two figures, minifigures, the Salacious Crumb and the Mouse Droid, and they were numbered figures in the Vintage Collection line. So if you're getting your Vintage Collection and you like the mint on card and you want to display them, one, two, three, four, you don't buy the Death Star, you're missing two of those numbers. If you say, buy what you like, if I say, okay... Clone Wars, movie heroes, very kid-based, not for me. I just like the vintage collection. Then I'm buying repacks at $10 a piece. Or I have 1, 2, 7, 8, 12, 41, hut, hut, hike. I'm just like I'm doing lotto numbers here. But that inconsistency bothers collectors. The other thing is it becomes daunting to keep up, to figure out, hey, is this a repack, a retool, a repaint, or is it actually new? And even when it's new, it's probably a retool of something. Mm-hmm. So what's Arnie going to do? <laughs> Path of Least Resistance is just to buy them all. As this is not a video podcast, they did not see me hang my head in the big long sigh <laughs> as it went down. I mean, really, I am of a couple minds on this one because I'm not a card variant person. When the line started in 95, they had the orange cards, and they pretty quickly shifted over to the green cards that they kept for a long time. And when they re-released 
orange carded figures on green cards. Part of me was like, do I need to buy the same figures again? And I decided, no, I don't need a card variant. But then when they first were starting to test the waters with Saga Legends, they had a Kmart exclusive repack wave as part of the Saga collection. And it had its own numbering system. But I'm like, you know, they're on new, totally new line of cards. I picked them up because I found them. I was, wasn't was sure if I was going to. But now it comes again down to that numbering system. And for me, I like the vintage cards a lot more than these other cards. I'm certainly going to get all the vintage cards. Certainly going to get all the Clone Wars figures. So in 20 years, are the kids of today, like the 10-year-olds, going to be nostalgic about the Clone Wars cards or the Saga Legends cards? And Hasbro's going to re-release them? I'm really curious to see if that's true. Like a legend collection? That said, they've never kept any line look for seven years the way vintage was 78 to 85. So, I doubt it. I doubt if we see in 20 years the Revenge of the Sith packaging brought back to be nostalgic for the Revenge of the Sith release. We weren't just as demanding when we were children. It's okay. It was a simple time. So I'm not a carded variant collector, but I do like these carded figures. So yeah, I will probably be picking them up. Hey, I'm in the one of every figure club. It makes it real easy that way. And by and large, I'm happy with what they're getting. But like I said, the whole thing of this started out of seeing the reactions from our listeners on our Facebook page when we'd post new stuff. And yeah, it stings that, again, the same exact Sebulba's Pod Racer is $17 at my comic store or $27 at Walmart, and the one at the comic store comes with Saboba. When it comes to vehicle repacks, I've long been out of that game. Thank God. It was the Jedi Starfighter fleet that really just got on my nerves. But again, like he said, it's a great way for kids to get their hands on a pod racer because Phantom Menace is going to be out in theaters. The pod racer is one of the most visually stunning sequences from that film. Kids may want to play with a pod racer. I was in my 20s and I wanted to play with a pod racer. I did it on a video game. That's what kids today are going to want to (laughs) do. There needs to be a pod racing new video game, maybe for the Kinect or something. And just move your arms. So thank you to everyone who called in. I'm sorry we couldn't play all the voicemails and got a ton of emails, forum posts, Facebook responses. A lot of people talking about what they're excited for in 2012 and man, Phantom Menace. I could almost taste it. The new figures, they're going to be here pretty soon. Next week on the show, we will be reviewing the vintage figures and the movie hero that I got from Toys R Us. And hopefully, assuming it gets here in time, the Pod Racer five pack as well. And then I've had a couple boxes show up on the doorstep that we didn't have time to review this week, but the Stormtrooper premium format figure and a couple of gentle giant busts. We'll have all of that for you next week on the show. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to Star Wars Action News. You can find even more Star Wars coverage at our sister podcast, Republic Forces Radio Network, where we review each episode of the Clone Wars cartoon series. You can find that show at republicforces.com. If you're into Star Wars novels, check out the Star Wars Action News book club, where we read and review all the Star Wars novels. That podcast is at swactionnews.com. 
We want your feedback and suggestions for Star Wars Action News. You can email us at show at SWActionNews.com or post your thoughts in the Star Wars Action News forums at SWActionNews.com, the most friendly forums on the web. You can be on Star Wars Action News by calling our voicemail at 415-508-JEDI or sending an MP3 or iPhone voice memo to show at SWActionNews.com. All materials submitted become the property of Star Wars Action News and are subject to use on our show. You can help support Star Wars Action News by using the affiliate links on our homepage when shopping online. We would also appreciate it if you spread the word about Star Wars Action News by posting about us on Twitter, Facebook, MySpace, or just tell a friend about the show. If you enjoy the show, please leave us a review on iTunes, and you can also cast a vote for us each month at Podcast Alley. Links to both can be found on our homepage at SWActionNews.com. For more Star Wars collecting, please visit YakFace.com and JediTempleArchives.com, and we thank those sites for their support of Star Wars Action News. Star Wars Action News is created, produced, and hosted by Marjorie and Arnie. The Star Wars Action News team is website designed by Jason, associate produced and announcements by Brock, reporters Jerry, Dan, Steve, and Justin, graphic design by Chris, and podcast enhancement by Barrett. Star Wars Action News is not affiliated with Lucasfilm Limited. The show is created by fans showing their love of Star Wars. Star Wars and all the Star Wars universe contains is trademarked and copyright Lucasfilm Limited. All rights reserved. Until next time, may the pegs be stocked and the force be with you. Star Wars Action News. Now this is podcasting. Star Wars Action News is a Venganza Media production, copyright 2012, all rights reserved. Microphone one test. Microphone one test. Did you turn into Shadow Stevens all of a sudden? What the hell's going on? And now, on with the countdown. That's Casey Kasem. Shadow Stevens doesn't feel informed. Sadly, Ryan Seacrest does now. Shadow Ryan- Stevens was on Dave's World, though, with Harry from... Night Court. He was? Yeah, the sitcom based on Dave Barry's articles. Hmm. Ryan Seacrest is our generation's Dick Clark. That's very sad. It is, isn't it? I know. Immediately, everybody's picturing a blah... Blown? Blown.